Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. Here at No Limits, we are dedicated to helping you live your best life. And it's a journey that we call pursuing limitless life in Jesus. And we're doing it all for one reason, so that our lives can impact the world. So wherever you're listening from, we pray that you are encouraged and empowered by this week's message. I know you guys want a story from me this morning, right? Well, hmm. I did a little work on my truck this, this, this week. I had to do a little maintenance on it. I had to, I had to, so I, I know some of you are thinking, I don't know what this is. I had to put a thermostat on it. I had to put a belt on it. I had to, I had to put a, a water pump on it. I had to put a radiator hose on it because it reached 150,000 miles. And even though on a diesel, you got to do all this stuff, right? Well, I, you know, looked it up on YouTube and I thought, man, I, I can do this. I can save four or $500 because it's really slow this time of year for me. So I thought, I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That belt is like 10 feet long on that diesel at 6.7. And I thought, my goodness, how am I ever going to get that back on there? But I did. I got it back on there. Uh, got it all back together. Had to put some crossover tubes and stuff back on for the EGR, the, you know, the exhaust stuff. I just have to tell. I just have to tell all this, right? And, I, and if you don't put all this EGR stuff back on, it will leak exhaust underneath your hood. And so I was just driving down the road. I was going to Pryor. I was going to Claymart, going to Pryor to get some stuff. You know, anybody know where Claymart is? Yeah. Really cool place. I was driving down there, and I'm going, man, I feel kind of dizzy. <laughs> Ooh, the Holy Spirit is coming upon me for something. <laughs> Must be the sermon that I'm getting ready to do on Sunday. I was going, going, oh, glory, glory. And I was thinking, what is that smell? <laughs> well, I had a big exhaust leak under the hood. It wasn't the Holy Spirit at all. And so I felt kind of funny for about two hours, but I was okay after that. Okay, that was the only story I got. <laughs> Some of you are thinking, boy, you are crazy. I... <laughs> I wanted you in here for one reason. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, since I only get to talk for, you know, about two or three times a year, it seems like, I've got, I've got to condense certain things in to make sure that we talk about the right stuff when I'm up here. And so we're going to talk about the promises of God. Now, also don't forget, and I've been reminded that Cade didn't say something. He didn't say anything about bringing food next week. So I'm going to correct him right now and say, you need to sign up for food. What would you do without me? Wouldn't make it. Wouldn't make it. So sign up for food next Sunday, right? Did I say that right? Okay. Huh? Is that right? Okay. Be sure and sign up for that. So we're going to talk about the promises of God. And I had it. You know, there are promises. God gives us promises all through the Word. I mean, all through the Word. So I had to decide, what am I going to talk about in like a 20, 25-minute Time And so I, I wrote down three promises that I know is going to affect you every day of your life that we're going to talk about today. And there's one or two of these in here that we don't really, you know, as, as church in general anymore, especially uh, as, as the new generation has come along, we're almost afraid to talk about one of these promises and it's the Holy Spirit. Because this is one of the greatest promises that God has given to us. And it's good that you, that you go to a, well, we don't, we don't call them really, do we call, do we call churches anymore charismatic anymore? Do we? 
Do we call ourselves that online? I don't think we do that anymore. Because it's really, it's really good that you go to a church that believes in the whole Word of God. Because most churches don't believe, I'm, gonna be, I'm just going to be, you're, you know how I am, I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you, because I don't have to get up here every week, so you don't have to put up with me, so I'm just going to be perfectly honest and say that most churches don't believe in the whole Word of God. You realize that? We will pick things out of the Word that we don't like, or we will reword them to where we like them better. Right? Well, here we believe in the whole Word of God. That's how we started this church. Cade says it was 12 years. I say it's 13. But however long it's been ago, how many did we finally figure out? All right, tell your son. <laughs> well, anyway... This church believes in the entire Word of God. We don't pick things out. We just, you know, this is, this is the way that it should be. And it's getting fewer and fewer churches are that way. One of the greatest promises God has given us is the Holy Spirit. Would you bring up that first verse for me, please? Thank you. Ethan is back with me today. He's really, he was really excited about it, too. You can tell if you look back there at him, he's pretty excited. Watch this. This is Jesus talking. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Pretty simple, right? Let me come down here so I can read this. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray, the, pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper. Everybody say, another helper. That he may abide with you forever. Who are we talking about here? Talking about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. What does that tell you about the world right there? About the world in general. If you can't see it, you can't believe in it. The world has to see it to believe. But the Holy Spirit, since the Holy Spirit, you just can't see him in a physical sense, the world has a problem in believing, right? And the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him. You know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. Every, if you are born again in here today, how many of you are born again? How many, you know it for certain, right? Then you have the Holy Spirit in you. Today, forever, all the time. The Holy Spirit goes with you everywhere, whether you listen to Him or not. Can you be a born-again believer and not listen to the Spirit of God? Does anybody want to testify? Because we can all testify that sometimes, you know, oh, we know we're going to heaven. We know we got, the, we got that gift. We got Jesus in us. Praise the Lord. But I'm not listening to the Holy Spirit on this one. Because he's going to tell me what I don't want to hear. And he's probably going to tell me that maybe I need to do something a little bit different than I want to do it, the way I want to do it. You know, that, that time that, that that person says something to you and, you and the Holy Spirit says, you probably should just keep your mouth shut. And you go, okay, no. For a couple of seconds you listen to the Spirit of God. And then you said, no, I think I'm going to get on Facebook. I'm going to let that person know how I feel. 
Uh, well, amen. What got real quiet in here like, oh, he's been fishing on me. He's been looking at my Facebook again. The Holy Spirit resides in us, goes with us, and, and gives us this, this ability to make right decisions. Can we say, as born-again believers, that sometimes we don't make the right decisions because we're not listening to the Spirit of God? Okay, then let me ask you right now. Why would you not want to listen to the Spirit of God? Why? Why? Somebody shout it out to me. Did somebody say, I don't know? Is that what Sandy said? Sandy, did you say that? Okay. What was that? We don't like what he tells us. You said, what did you say, Coonrod? Pride. Well, somewhere it says in the Word, a pride goes before the... Or is that just in... Is that just on television somewhere? Pride. Anybody else? Why would you not want to listen? Why? When we know, when we know, why would I not? Why would I not want to listen to the Spirit of God when I know that He's going to lead me in the right direction? Somebody, please tell me why I'm doing these things. Huh? Well, okay. What? Stubbornness. Could it be? Could it be that I just really don't believe 100%? Doubt. Thank you very much. Do you ever doubt what the Spirit of God is telling you? Okay, let me, let me put it this way before we go on. I've only got three of these, but let, let me put it this way. You are going to live exactly how you believe. You are going to live exactly what you believe in. You can be born again and not believe the Spirit of God can move in your life. You can. There are born again people out there. And there may be born again people in this room that truly believe that the Spirit of God really doesn't work in my life. The Spirit of God really can't, really can't help me with my marriage. The Spirit of God really can't help me with my, with my finances. And so we don't listen when He's talking. Because as we see in God's Word, the Holy Spirit is with you. All the time. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. That means forget about you. He's going to be with you all the time. So you have to make the decision. I have to make the decision to listen to the Spirit of God or not. Come on now. Somebody give me a big amen. Okay. So you are going to actually believe. You are going to actually live out the way you believe. Let's, Let's remember that right now as we go on to the second one. Number one was the Holy Spirit. Number two, the promise of God that will supply our needs. All right, let's go to that. We all know this verse, don't we? Kate's probably had it up here ten times in the past six months. Philippians, and my God, how many of you believe this? Hallelujah, amen. Woo, praise the Lord. Yeah, God's going to supply everything. Ooh. Brooke and I are the only ones who believe today. <laughs> and my God shall supply. This is, this is the Apostle Paul, right? And my God shall supply all your need. According to my riches and glory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The way I believe, the way I see it is how he's going to supply it. If I want that new Subaru. God's going to supply. 
Just had to throw that in there. Sometimes, not saying anything about Tim Subaru, he, he asked God for that thing. Sometimes the things that we want are really not according to God's riches and glory. Amen. Just going to let that soak in just there for a second. Because some of the things that we want, some of the things that we ask for, some of the things that we bring in, sometimes when we go into debt on things, it's, it really doesn't have anything to do with God's plan. Sometimes the things that we want to do, sometimes that we want to spend our money on, sometimes all that stuff just is not really in God's plan. Well, number one is we're not really seeking the Spirit of God to find out what God's plan is on our finances. Now, you've got a pastor here that is, is like a guru on finances. If you're not listening to him, you're going the wrong direction. I can promise you that. Gene and I are not... We're, we're, we're pretty good with our finances, but we're not like our kids. It's a, our kids have stepped up a generation. Thank goodness that's how it should be. But listen, folks, if you're not listening to the Spirit of God about your finances, you're going to make the wrong, mis- the, the wrong decisions. You're going to make mistakes on your finances. Now, here's what it is, guys. I'm going to talk to you for a minute. And we were talking, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I can't remember who it was. Might have been, might have been Kate Beth. Might have been Dylan. I don't know. Might have been broken. I don't know. (laughs) If you're thinking about the amount of money that you want to make, and that's all that's on your mind, you're going the wrong direction. As a matter of fact, your faith is not in this verse right here. Well, if I can just make a little, if I can just make a little more, if I can just, if I can just make this much, if you are bargaining with God. You are, going, you are going the wrong... God, if you let me make a little more, I will give you for sure this amount. If you're already having a problem with that, you are going the wrong direction. In my lifetime, I see people with the least amount of money give the most. I don't know what it is. But when somebody, when they don't have the right heart and they start making all this money... They seem to give the least. I'm not saying that's everybody. Because if they don't have the right heart, listen, if you're wondering why you're not making a lot of money, maybe, can we go here? If you're wondering why you're not making the money you think you want to make, maybe it could be that really you don't have the right heart to make that money and it would destroy you. And God's not going to give you something that will destroy you. So I'm going to ask you right now, we've got to check our heart. To really understand where, where is our heart? What do we really, what do we really want to see? Man, I think that, you know, we just almost finished that church in the Philippines. Gene and I will be leaving in about a month for two or three weeks. And it takes us 26 stinking hours to get over there. 26 hours. One flight is 14 to 16 hours long. Have you, has anybody ever been on one that long? It's just, you, you two have it. You went to Vietnam. It's probably, what, 16, 17 hours? Oh, that is just ridiculous. You start looking for ways to drug yourself. To make yourself go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I admit. But the... the <laughs> 
I didn't say illegally. Oh, man. <laughs> this is why Kate doesn't let me up here but two or three times a year. Where was I going with that? But the blessing that we get when we get there, what it is right now, they're 14 hours ahead of us. Right? 13, 14 hours ahead of us. And so when we get there, we have to completely turn around our, our clock. So right now, 14 hours means, what time is it over there? It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. Right? Something like that. So we have to complete. But the blessing that we get from being over there, the blessing those people, you will obtain more blessing giving than you will ever get receiving. There should be no problem. I've said this time and time again. There should be no problem in this church that we are just, we should be overflowing with our giving. Overflowing. Not two or three people doing everything. We should be overflowing because not one person in here, you should never have the attitude of, I don't have enough to give. Never should have that attitude because we already have the promise. We can just go on and on. It is better to give than to receive. Guys, if we believe in the Spirit, if we believe in God and we listen to the Spirit of God, we will be giving because that's who we are. That's really plain and simple. If we're listening, we will be giving because that's what we've been called to do. We wouldn't have that problem of, I don't know. I don't know. No. If we're listening because God will supply all my needs according to His riches and glory. What more can you do than give in to God's kingdom? Amen. Last one. God promises victory over death. I'm just going to blow up a bunch of stuff right here. Gene and I went to a funeral not too long ago. Gina's uncle died. Man, funerals are just... They, they, they even spell them wrong. Fun or roll. You know what I mean? Why do they call it that? Did you ever think about that? Is that just me? Fun or roll? Okay, fun real. Okay, fun real. All depends where you're coming from, right? Real, fun real. We went to that. We went to that thing, and it was just you know, it was really, it was really not as bad as some of the ones that I've been to. Can I can I just be real with you about the fun reels? Is that we don't understand. We just simply do not understand. When somebody leaves here and they're born again, they're better off than we are. I just, I just, we just don't, we just, it just, it just drives me crazy sometimes to think about some of the stuff we do when somebody dies. Oh my Lord, we just go on and on about, you know, some, for some reason when somebody dies, they get to be like the best person there ever was. And that's how I want you all to see me. That's how, when you guys have the celebration when I leave, I want to be the best person you've ever known. Chat knows you make sure they do this, okay? The best person you've ever known because all of a sudden when you die, that's how you are. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Guys, 
when a born-again believer dies, we'll go to the, we'll go to the verse here, we'll go ahead and put it up. When a born-again believer dies, they have reached the greatest point in their entire, in the rest, for the rest of eternity. Realize that? It's always sad to lose, to lose people. And it's good to mourn, but you've got to stop. Mourning will only last for a while. The blessing of the Lord makes... No, go to the next one. I, I forgot to put that one up. Let's look at that one for a minute. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. He adds no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. That means if you get rich the way the Lord wants it, there's no sorrow with that money. Man, think about that. Oh, let's just go on. We could preach on that one again, couldn't we? Go ahead. Go to the next one. Whoa! I got to get down here and read that one, Ethan. Wait a minute. All right, here we go. Now, this I say, brethren, that the flesh and the blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Your body is not going to heaven. Everybody ought to say, hallelujah. Woo! You don't want this body to go to heaven, do you? Well, some of you probably think you're... Well, anyway. This... this and blood cannot enter the kingdom of God. Nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. You got to, now everybody listen to this because you got to really watch what we're saying here. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In other words, do you realize some of us are going to go to heaven on that day when Jesus comes back before we die? How many of you would like to be one of those? You just start getting off, going on, whoa. Start raising. Whoa. Whoa. Straight up. Woo. You guys have never thought about that, have you? Some of us aren't going to sleep. I better get back at this. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible. Did you know that, that zombies are actually in the Bible? Has anybody seen that? When Jesus arose out of the grave, the people came out of the grave. And it's, and it's been recorded that some of those people were in the city for years after that. Go study that. You guys think I'm lying. Some of you are looking at me like, you are lying. No, really, it's true. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption. That means everything that you have ever done, every sin that you have ever committed, everything that is wrong with you right now, anything that is physically wrong with you right now, anything that is mentally wrong with you right now, anything that is not of God will not go with you. Well, at least three of you are pretty excited about what's going to happen. <laughs> Think about this, folks. When we leave, we will be perfect. The same goes with that person who has left, who has died. Might have died of cancer, might have died, might have died in a car accident. Might have, no matter how they died, if they're born again, right now they're with the Lord and they are perfect. Don't feel sorry for them. 
If you want to feel sorry for anybody, feel sorry for yourself for still being here. Amen? For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal shall must put on immortality. You're going to be immortal. Guys, the life that we're living right now is not really the life that you will be living. We're leaving this place. We're only here for a short time. The biggest problem that we have is we can't look beyond where we're at right now. Where we're at right now is very little compared to where we're going to be. We are going to be, man, we are going to be in heaven forever. You are only here for a good 70 or 80 years. That's just a very short time compared to where you're going to be when you leave. I think of the people, I think of my mom, my dad, my brother, my, my uh, father-in-law. I think of Stan. I think of all those people that have, I think, man, all those who were born again are in better position than we are right now. And they're exactly where they're supposed to be. I haven't made it yet, and you haven't made it yet, but we're going. Man, you ought to be excited right there. You ought to be, man, I need to start listening to the Spirit of God. I need to start listening to the Spirit of God about my finances. I need to start giving to the kingdom of God to make sure everybody that is, anybody possible that could go with me is going. That's why we're supposed to be, man, we're supposed to be sold to the kingdom of God. We shouldn't be worried about our finances because God will supply my needs, your needs, according to His riches and glory. So we need to be given into His riches and glory. Not be concerned about what I'm going to drive, how much money I have in the bank, what I'm going to eat next week. God will supply my riches. God will supply yours according to His riches and glory. My needs are met. There's not one person in here that your needs are not already met. According to God. Come on now, think about it. Don't be leaving here and just going, oh my gosh, Mark screamed and yelled at me and I couldn't go to sleep like I usually can with Cade. <laughs> okay, let's finish up here. And this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass that saying that is written, death swallowed up in victory. Man, I am already victorious. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hell, where is your victory? Woo, this is who we are. You guys ought to be jumping up, getting up, get, dancing around. Terrence, you ought to be dancing around right now. Oh, hell, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hey guys, this is who we are. We've got the Spirit of God residing on the inside of us right now. The Spirit of God guides us in everything we do, and we have to make the decision to listen. How many of you want to make that decision right now? 
I am listening to the Spirit of God no matter what everybody else tells me. I'm going to listen to the Spirit of God and I'm going to be guided by Him. Not by my flesh. Not by somebody else. Not by some of the old traditions that my mama and my daddy might have told me that weren't true. I'm going to be guided by the Spirit of God. I want all the Spirit of God that I can possibly have. Amen? I'm going to, be, I'm going to give all I can give. I'm going to give till it hurts my flesh. Amen? We're going to build churches all over the world just out of this little church. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just build those churches with cash all over the world. Come on now. Reach people that cannot be reached. We live in the greatest country in the world, folks. Why can't we do that? Knowing that who we are, we have already won the victory, man. We have already won. That's just who we are. That's who I am. That's who you is. And that's who we are going to remain. The only ones in here today that are not like that are the ones who have not accepted Jesus as their personal Savior. If you have not accepted Jesus, I'm going to be just... I know we don't, we don't preach hell and brimstone anymore in church. You're going to hell. If you do not have Jesus in your heart, you are headed to hell. And hell is for the rest of eternity. You're saying, Mark, that's harsh. No, that's the word. If we are not born again, if we have not received Jesus as our Savior, we are headed to hell, folks. It's just plain and simple. I want to talk to everybody in here. Go ahead and let's stand up with me. And I'm going to turn it over to Kate here in a minute. I want to speak to everybody in here. If you are not, listen, if you are not for certain that Jesus is your Savior, that you have received Him in your heart, and you know for certain that he, he, you belong to Him and He belongs to you, we want to do that right now. We want to change your destiny right now. It's very simple because all we have to do is receive Him. He is the gift. And we're going to do that right now because we're all going to pray because, there, man, if there's one person in this room that's headed the wrong direction, we're going to change that direction right now. Amen? Come on, let's all lift our hands up in the air. Father, we thank you right now for giving us your son, Jesus. He died on that cross for me and for all others in this room and for all people around the world. Father, I receive him as my Savior right now. I am making a new direction in my life. Jesus, come into my heart. I believe in you. I believe in your word. And I am born again. And I have received the gift of heaven. And I have the Spirit of God. Your Spirit. In me. Right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Come on, let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Woo, God is good. Do you know who you are? Do you know what you got to do? Man, we got all kinds of stuff to do, don't we? Because we know where we're going. Amen. Cage, you ready? All right. Yeah, that was a good word. You guys go ahead and take a seat real quick. If uh, you prayed that prayer for the first time, you just gave Jesus your heart. 
the next step for you is water baptism, because what just happened was a, a private decision you made on the inside, but there's a time for it to come out and be public, and that's what water baptism is all about. So if that's something that you want to do, you let us know by going on our website, hit that next steps tab, and you'll find some information all about water baptism, and you can let us know that you're ready to be water baptized. Awesome. You know, what came to mind whenever he was talking about God will supply all my need? I've, I've had a deeper revelation on that lately, because I remember being younger, and I'd hear that, and I was like, so do I need to like pray for checks to show up in my mailbox? Is that what that means? Am I the only one that's thought that? Yeah, I mean, it could happen, but the, but the more I let the Holy Spirit speak to me on that subject, it's like, who put you here, God, in this time, in this place, right now? God, who, who gave you those gifts and abilities that you have? God, who gave you the opportunities that you're currently taking advantage of? Who connected you with those people who are your employers and, and, and those sort of things? God. God supplied all of your need. And it may happen through those opportunities. It may happen through somebody giving you something. I mean, there's just all kinds of ways that God can supply your needs. So don't close the door to any of them. When you walk into work, say, God supplied my need through this opportunity. So God, I ask that you help me to succeed in this opportunity. And if there's another opportunity for me, I pray that you help me find it. Sometimes the Lord's going to require you to work, but it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Amen, amen. Well, last week was Legacy Sunday, and we talked about how No Limits is leaving a legacy all around the world. I told you guys how so far this year, $36,000 has went outside of the stores to su support other ministries and outreaches all around the world. That equates to 26% of our total income. Isn't it great to be a part of a giving church that's making an impact not just here at No Limits, but all around the world? It's incredible. So if you came prepared to give today, here's how you do it. Um, if you need an offering, if you're giving by cash or check, just raise your hand. We'll bring you an offering envelope. If you're giving with a debit or credit card, you can use the instructions on the screen behind me. Or if you're listening online right now, just head to your browser and type in nolimits.fyi and hit the giving button. That'll take you where you need to go. Let's pray over our offering. Lord, we thank you so much that you're making an incredible difference through this church. I thank you for every generous person that's here and everybody who's sown into this church and sown into our outreaches. I ask that you multiply that in their lives, God, so that they can give more. You're incredible. You provide all of our needs, and we trust you for that. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Thank you for joining us, and a special thanks to those that give into our ministry. It's because of your generous giving that we're able to lead people to Jesus and make a difference all around the world. If you're ready to give, head to your browser and type nolimits.fyi into the address bar. And hey, if you were encouraged by this podcast, hit that share button and pass it on so that others can be encouraged as well. Or you can even take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Thanks again for listening and God bless you.